Office University, our third episode. Well, thanks for coming back. This is Judy Holmes, JD, with me today. I'm Hansi Hansen. I'm a medical doctor, and Judy is a uh, lawyer. And you put a doctor and a lawyer in the same room, and what do you get? Hopefully some good information. Our talk today is going to be on social media. Our last talk, we brought up the need to talk about social media. So we have an opportunity today to just scratch the surface, as I say, and explore some of the thoughts that get us provoked to maybe make policies and make some movement forward to protect us. Because that's what we're all about, is practice protection. And as a standard disclaimer, none of this is legal advice. Get legal advice from a competent attorney. And it's not medical advice. This is a medical information channel. And I really would appreciate it if you could iTunes and leave us a rating, a review. It really helps us rank and helps other people find us. We're at officeuniversity.com, and let's get to it. Hi, Judy Holmes. Hi, Hans Hansen. Oh, how is it up in Vail? Oh, it's beautiful. It's warm. We we skied today. It was it was fabulous. How's it? Nor- how is it in North Carolina? Well, it's beautiful and sunny, but it can't quite figure out it's not winter. The trees are beautiful. The ground is beautiful. Come on, let's get over this kind of cold stuff and let's get on with summer. But Judy, you no, know, last time we talked, the topic of social media came up, and I know there's a lot of folks out there that have a lot of questions about social media. And quite frankly, you know, I need to get up to speed on that topic, too. i got a great staff, great employees, and I really don't run into much problems. But I know, I know stuff happens in the community. So let's talk about that. So it's regular business hours. And let's just say an employee, let's say it could really be anybody. It could be the front desk or somebody wants to see something that's gone viral on social media. I'm not always around, but what do we do? And and let's just say it's close to Christmas. We don't have a lot of time. I get that. And people want to shop, and I get that. But really, that's your office. What are we going to do about that? Let's talk through this. You know, social media is becoming a real issue. I have some of my clients who really have a problem. They'll running around trying to, you know, keep up with the schedule and they'll look over and a nurse is sitting on Facebook, uh, oblivious to everything that's going on in the office or around Christmas time, everybody's on shopping networks or some people are scoring dates on match.com. It's really hard to control a situation, uh, especially since you're trying to run a busy practice. But... It is a problem that you really need to control. It's not easy, but you really need to start controlling social media. You know, I don't know, 10 years ago, terms like Blackberry and cookies meant something entirely different. And tweets, you know, who who knew about Twitter 10 years ago or 15 years ago? But now we have so many social media sites, so many problems in the office due to use of social media during work hours. There's just blogging and cyber shopping, but there's also a really 
dark side to using the internet at the office. There's online gambling, there's cyber stalking, bullying online. That takes its toll on productivity and morale and patient care and can even land a business in legal trouble. So every business owner, especially including medical practitioners, really need to limit the use of social media during business hours. Well, I guess so, you know, but what do you do when you get the pushback? Because let's face it, you know, there's the computer, it's a mouse click, and so it's no big deal. You know, you hit the social media, you check your personal email, and they think, you know, come on, are we overreacting or what? Are we? No, you're not overreacting. Most people think it's a small perk and that their employer is overreacting. Hey, it's, it's a slow period. I'll just, I'll just use the office computer systems or, or the smartphones and I'll just do my own personal shopping or uh, Facebooking. It's not overreacting to try to control it. Your employees have the capacity to expose you to liability in so many ways. And that's true of any business, but especially true of healthcare practices. For example, employees may download software that can compromise your security. Some web websites may introduce viruses or create a situation where you have a HIPAA violation issue. And you'd be surprised at how many businesses are plagued with employees who access pornography sites on business computers. So if anybody accesses, like, say, a child porn site that's being monitored by the government, you may even be raided by a government agency. And that has happened to healthcare practices. So you really do have every reason to try to control use of social media and Internet sites on your on your office equipment. So what you're saying is, do I have to allow my employees to use my computers for personal use or is it just for business use or, uh, you know, where do we draw the line? Well, you don't have to allow your employees to use your, your computers for personal use. It depends on what you think is is right for your practice. I always advise my clients to to have a policy where no employees put no employee will be able to put any personal information on the computers or access office computers for any reason. And so to compensate for that, we ha- I suggest that my clients use a bring-your-own-device policy. I know employees aren't as productive as they could be, but I also worry about morale. You know, I, I really don't want to make people angry. I like to be liked. So if I do try to rein them in on personal social media and I don't want a lawsuit, uh, let's face it, no one wants one of those. Or we don't want to be visited by the government that's just trying to help us. How do I protect my practice? Well, Hans, you really do need to rein in your employees to some extent. And here's why. The liability potential goes beyond just you know the risk of them using pornography or securing security breaches uh you may actually end up being responsible if they are engaging in what they call cyber stalking or cyber bullying which is using the internet to bully or stalk another employee place restrictions on personal use of the internet especially during business hours yeah what do i do do i what get a policy or how do you, how do you word it or do you go up to somebody and you slap their wrist or do you just flat out fire them 
Well, what you need to do is have a clear, comprehensive social media policy, uh, a policy to address all of the limitations you want to place on your employees. Amazingly, employers have been sued for even breach of privacy. So th- this is amazing, but you've got you've to understand this, that if you allow your employees to use your equipment, your computers, your smartphones for personal business, and then you monitor it, you can have an invasion of privacy lawsuit, uh, even though it's your equipment on your time. So what you need to do to protect yourself is to have a clear policy that um, notifies employees that they should have no expectation of privacy when they use your equipment for personal use, that you may monitor it, that you may read it, that they should not expect that anything that they put on your computer of a personal nature is going to be private. Uh, And make that clear, make it in writing so that you can protect yourself. Now, you may get pushback from your employees, but just remember my mantra, hey, it's your time, it's your equipment, and it's your office. So they're supposed to be doing your work. That's what you're paying them to do. So your expectation of productivity should trump their expectation of privacy. It doesn't come automatically. Be sure and convey that and warn them and put it put it in a policy in your handbook and and make sure it's part of your whole clinic culture and that starts with a good social media policy set clear parameters uh, are you going to allow your your employees to use your equipment i don't recommend it I recommend that you require them to use their own personal devices. Okay, so if you allow them to bring in their own personal devices, you need a policy clearly stating when they can access that uh, those devices. What restrictions are you going to place on their use? Maybe you allow them to use it before they clock in in the morning, during their breaks, during their lunch hour, after they have clocked out and before they clock in, and then after they clock out at night. That way, there's no use of personal devices during working hours. That's a, that's a, a good, reasonable limitation. They can use those devices when they're in the lunchroom, but not at the front desk when they're supposed to be paying attention to, to your front desk and, to, and giving good service to your patients. Smartphones, they're... They're just freaking everywhere, and they insist on using them during the day, and often it interferes with workflow sometimes. So, you know, maybe they should be somewhere, but how how do you deal with that? And what if someone says that I, I have to have this so my children can get a hold of me or somebody can get a hold of me in an emergency? What I like to advise my clients to do is allow people to bring in their smartphones, but make sure that they're not on the desk or anywhere during the, on the work surfaces during work hours. They can keep them in their drawers or in their personal lock or whatever during work time. And I, I get pushback sometimes, well, hey, if I have an emergency with my kids, you know, I need to have access. What you may want to do is, is have a procedure in place where if there is an emergency, that they contact the front desk and that uh, the front desk person will immediately notify the employee so that they can use their personal device uh, to, to deal with the problem or children's pro- children problems and everything. They do crop up, and that's fine. If you have a policy as to what to do when that occurs, when they get a call from the school, then you don't have to allow unfettered access to those 
smartphones um, during the day. Okay. So, all right. Let's go to the interview process. And I've got an applicant here, and I kind of want to figure them out. What are they really going to be like to work with? And and what are they like, period? You can certainly figure a lot of people out by looking at their Facebook page. Can we use Facebook to help make a hiring decision? You know, that's interesting that you say that because that is really becoming an issue. Is can, My clients are asking me all the time, can we use social media to find out more about the employee or, you know, applicant? Uh, you know, they put their best foot forward during the interview and they they put all the really good stuff in their, in their application. But I want to know what they're really like. I want to see their Facebook page. Can we do that? And I say a resounding no what whatever's on whatever you can google whatever's out there on the internet is fair game Uh, most employers do look at that and i do have some caveats on that that we can talk about later on in a in a podcast on lawful hiring practices but just for the use of an applicant's social media page like Facebook, be very careful. Many states have actually passed laws prohibiting employers from requiring applicants or current employees uh, to supply their login information so that an employer can gain access to the social media content. Um, I didn't realize so many employers were doing it, but states are actually passing a law because so many employers were saying as a condition of being considered for this job or as a condition of of, uh, current employment, Give me your Facebook login because I want to monitor what you're doing on Facebook. And uh, there's there are laws that are, are going on the books in so many states prohibiting that that I just suggest you stay away from that. And don't do indirectly what you can't do directly. That is, I have other clients who have said, oh, well, um, my front desk person knows the applicant so i'll just have her look on facebook because they're friends so you're just you're you're getting around the the law by by simply um asking your your front desk person or or her friend to do it don't do that i just no good can come of that look look at what there is available on the internet if you want but never require an applicant to uh, provide their Facebook or their MySpace uh, login information. It's just not a good idea. Okay, a few landmines out there. All right, you brought one up. What if we're badmouth on uh, on the Twitter or uh, Facebook, and uh, somebody gets on any rating site? It's, it seems like a one way street. Seems like it's uh, so easy just to jump on the internet and badmouth us. You know, um, I can't imagine anyone badmouthing you. Uh, but a lot of employers of all kinds are really having trouble with employees posting information about their work site on the Internet. And it, there's, there's some real limitations. It's amazing, but there's real limitations now on, how you can, on, on what you can do to control that. Now, it depends on the content of uh, often they're in tweets or posts um, on the Internet. If the information that an employee posts compromises, let's say, patient confidentiality or maybe a violation of HIPAA or the content can be considered harassing or bullying to another employee, you can act in accordance with your privacy and your social media policies to prohibit it, to insist that they take it down. And you 
you should. The information your employee posts on, um, may compromise patients' confidentiality or maybe a violation of HIPAA or if the content can be considered harassing or bullying to another employee, you should act in accordance with your privacy and your social media policies. You should um, insist that he take it down or face termination or discipline of some type. If, if If the policy is well written, it will give you the authority to discipline people for doing that. Judy, there's a bunch more to talk about, I know. We've just scratched the surface on this. So we'll come back and visit this again. And I know that my colleagues, I know you you hear about it, we hear about it, and we know it's a daily challenge. But I I can tell you social media is going nowhere, but it's becoming more intrusive. I know it is. So let's revisit this. Do you want to do your standard legal disclaimer? Yes, thank you for reminding me. This is not legal advice. This does not uh, constitute an attorney-client privileged uh, conversation. Um, This is just helpful hints. Every state is different. Uh, These are just kind of general guidelines from from our personal experiences. I will post, and and Hans, I'm thinking maybe we'll just do this question and answer um, dialogue posted on our website and um, so you can you can um, read it, download it. There's a little more material on it too. We also uh, can send you additional information if you uh, can. They go to the website and contact us. And sure, they just go to contact us at the website, and we read every one of them. Uh, it's officeuniversity.com. We'll get some more stuff up, and it's going to be a real valued site with a lot of relevant information. But like she said, you know, if you have serious questions about this stuff, talk talk it over with a competent uh, legal authority. And it's not medical advice either. This is an informational challenge uh, for us all to face, and we hope we can help you through it. So let's catch up soon. Like I said, you know, we're just getting started with this. It's a huge subject. It's going nowhere but up. It is a big challenge to every office environment, particularly a medical environment. The risk-reward benefit of having an open policy on social media sounds cool and hip, but it has big possibilities for liability. We hope you got something out of this, and we're going to revisit it Go to officeuniversity.com, leave us a comment. We read them all, and we appreciate them all. And once again, iTunes, if you get there, you can help us rank, and we really appreciate you spreading this on with your friends as well. We will see you soon.